happy Monday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this on. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about normalizing evolution, our personal evolution, our change over time. Last night, I was talking to a friend about some of the things we'll talk about in this episode, and I figured I would share them with you because we can all benefit from normalizing them in our lives in one way or another, regardless of whether or not other people have normalized them. And I think that that's key to what my friend and I were talking about, because it feels like as we normalize leaving the past in the past, meeting people where they are now, not projecting our past or our present onto others, It seems like there are people that are not on the same wavelength in terms of these things being normal to us, to you, to me. So I want to talk about them. You know, we're all just figuring out as it goes. Conversations help us along the way. So let's get into it. Leaving the past in the past. We all already have ideas or an understanding, so to speak, of that concept. But I think in practice, you know, I can even notice the micro ways that my past can come up. And I think that's the, the key here in any of these is awareness and presence. Because when we're present, we can be aware of whether or not Our past is affecting our present situation, our present reality, whether or not any of these things we'll talk about, regardless of whether we look to an experience in the past, whether we judge it as good or bad, I think the important thing is to remember that it's gone. If we cling to the past, again, good or bad. It's affecting our present reality. I read a great excerpt the other day talking about how our self from yesterday is what holds back our self today. I'm paraphrasing and I'm also tweaking that a little bit. Um, I can't remember where I, I was reading that, but I think it's really true. Like, if I wake up in the morning, And I'm thinking about things from yesterday. If I'm still in yesterday's mindset, if I'm still, you know, my brain is still thinking about things from yesterday, then I'm not fully present here today. And I'm not fully open to everything that the day can offer me, to the limitless opportunities that can happen because I'm still stuck in yesterday. So I'm not open. There's no space for new to come in. So in that same sense, you know, we take that micro example of a previous day and today, and we extend that to a past decade, a past couple of years, a past whatever, and we look at the ways it impacts us today, and we see that if we're carrying that, if we're carrying nostalgia for the past, Or even that pain and unhealed emotion from the past, it's still affecting us. And that's not to minimize it, especially when it comes to trauma and pain and unhealed things from the past. 
but it's more so I think just to again bring that awareness and bring that specifically compassionate honesty to it to just recognize and notice what is still present that's from the past and what can I do to heal those things because I'm not the person I was in my past so I have more tools under my tool belt I have more experience I have more knowledge I can go to therapy if I can and I can seek out other ways to help me process something that I have yet to process because by processing it we can grow more and more present and by being present we can grow more and more aware the next one meeting people where they are now this is something that I really stand for and I think I honestly like I struggle with this in terms of other people meeting me where I'm at right now and I'm sure a lot of people might feel the same way in terms of like knowing that I'm I am you are we are continually evolving constantly changing constantly growing becoming new and it's like someone from our past or you know someone who just might not be of the same mindset can't meet us or fall short at meeting us where we are because they're projecting from their past they're projecting from their past idea of who you were and not considering that you probably have grown and that in a sense it's like meeting a different person and that's really for me I hold myself I try to hold myself really accountable to that when I'm catching up with someone I haven't seen even just in months when I'm catching up with someone I haven't talked to in a year or so I really try to remain open to who is this person showing up as today in this moment and let me withhold and just put on the back burner who they were when I met them or who they, you know, who they were a year ago or whatever. Because I think when we give people that space and that opportunity to be seen where they are now, we benefit from it because we can show up as who we are now and we might show up as who we are now regardless of whether or not someone else is able to meet us at that place and we want to. I am going to show up as me today and if someone else fails to take into account my personal evolution and my growth and my change and fall short at meeting me where I am because they're projecting, like that's on them. That's not on me. That's okay. Fine. Their loss. There's a great graphic that I love, and it's basically two butterflies, and I think this summarizes what I'm talking about, right? Two butterflies sitting down, having dinner, catching up together, right? And one is still a caterpillar, and the other is a beautiful butterfly, and the caterpillar says to the butterfly, you've changed. The butterfly says, we're supposed to. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. So sometimes we can be hanging out with a caterpillar and they can't understand. They can't relate. They are still a caterpillar and you are now a butterfly. That's fine. Go find the butterflies. Go hang out with your people. You know, we benefit from leaving the past in the past because we open up to 
what is present. And then in, in turn, we open up to a whole realm of possibilities to our future. We're not just locked in that the past determines our future because it doesn't have to. In that same way, when we meet people where they are, we give them space to grow, to evolve, to change. We constantly and continually give them that space. This is beautifully summarized by a quote from Alan Watts. You're under no obligation to be the same person you were five minutes ago. Absolutely zero obligation. And I think that is the personal element to this, to normalizing this sentiment of constantly changing and leaving space for that. And in the same way that you're under no obligation, the other person is under no obligation. If you meet someone and they wanted to, I don't know, you know, move to California, and then you meet them a week later, and now they say they want to move to Canada. Awesome. They're changing. They're evolving. They're growing. They're under no obligation to be that same person that wanted to move to California, because even in just a week, they can grow and change and evolve, and now they're off to Canada because that's the new path they're on. Our paths are constantly changing. Our future is constantly changing depending on our present reality, our present moment. So in that same sense of our yesterday self and our today self, the ability to process and leave the past in the past allows us that freedom, even the lack of a subconscious obligation to be that same person and it just opens us up mind body and soul to the evolution to the change and we're not resisting to it we're not clinging to a past we're just going with the flow and that's where the beauty happens next one not projecting onto others we all have our own thoughts we all have our own ideas. We all have our own direction, our own path. And so others can do them and we can do us. But I really wrote this meaning expecting someone to be, and this goes align, I think, with the past, expecting someone to be someone from our past, expecting someone to hurt us the way someone did in our past, expecting ourselves from someone else, expecting someone to fulfill the potential that we see in them, expecting someone to fulfill our own ideas and dreams and desires, even though they have their own ideas and dreams and desires. So I guess in that sense, it also has to do, it's maybe more expecting, but I think the expectation turns into projection maybe when we fail to communicate what we're thinking and maybe I think it really has to do again with that past and I think this can happen really unconsciously as well or consciously when we just are bringing our past to our present reality and I think in the same sense you know I subscribe to the belief that the universe will continue to give us a lesson in different forms until we learn it right and I think then when we learn that lesson, we get an up level to the lesson and it's level two. And then it's a little harder and maybe you've got to be on your toes and you have to be present and you have to be aware to notice 
what is happening and to witness it and to respond rather than react from the past. So in that sense, I think that the universe is always testing us, not because we need to prove anything, but for our own evolution, for our own growth, for our own path in this life to reach new potentials, to reach new experiences. I really like holding that idea in the back of my head because certain things can come up and over the years I think I've grown more aware of the ways in which I project certain elements of my past onto new people I meet, experiences, whatever. And because of this idea of the universe testing us, I can witness what I can ask myself, what what am I being tested on here? What is what is the lesson here? And I can notice it as it's happening or right after it happens because I give myself that space and the time to process it in the ways in which I process, whether it's writing it out, talking it out to myself, to a friend, whatever projection can be really difficult to notice and to witness but that's the first step in becoming aware of it and being able to withhold that and the benefit of withholding that is that we can meet experiences and people and places in the present rather than bringing the luggage of the past to that. And we can see the lesson in it. We can see whether or not we're being tested to see if our self-esteem has risen or see if our focus on our goals has risen and our dedication, whatever it is, our understanding, our wisdom, our ability to show up as our authentic self, fill in that blank. The next thing we would benefit from normalizing is saying the story I'm telling myself is. I really like this. I think it takes a level of, again, presence and awareness, but I think it takes a level of being able to be honest and vulnerable. It's it's a vulnerable thing, I think, to tell someone this, but it's so powerful. And I think it really helps eliminate miscommunication and misunderstanding, projecting onto others. Let's give an example. Um, I have an argument with my significant other and we always have stories running in our mind, right? I could be telling myself, they never understand me. They don't know who I truly am. They don't try to know me, whatever. And so instead of letting that story play out, I communicate to my significant other, to my coworker, to my friend, to my family member. The story I'm telling myself is that you don't understand me. You don't try to fully understand me. You're never open to understanding who I truly am. You just want me to be who you think I should be. There is a relief in saying that, I have found. And then there is also that element of deep truth that invites that person into our world, into our inner world, 
to understand what is going on in our minds. And I think that is really beautiful, especially in light of the quote. I don't know who said this, but between what is said and not meant and what is meant and not said, most of love is lost. By saying the story I'm telling myself is, we preserve that love. And I think, you know, if you don't feel comfortable doing this in person yet, if you don't, you know, interpersonally, do it with yourself. There's a beautiful thing, it'll, you know, link in the show notes, called the Warrior Heart Worksheet. It's really great. And essentially, it's just a way to explore any situation you have. And part of it is looking at the story that's going on inside our head versus the actual situational facts of what has happened. There's so much relief in doing this, relief of suffering, because I think we really suffer when we tell ourselves stories, when we project onto others, when we withhold, when we bring our past into our present. So these are things that can really relieve our suffering in those instances. And last but not least, being upfront. Saying it clear and honest, just being straight up. Again, I think along the lines of communication, but I think just with ourselves and interpersonally, be straight up, be clear with yourself, be honest with yourself, be compassionately honest. There's so much relief in just being upfront about what you want, what your boundaries are, what your standards are, what your dreams are, what, you know, whatever, who you are. I think it all comes under the bundle of authenticity. Being upfront saves everyone the trouble. It might sting. It might sting you. It might sting the other person. But if you're compassionately honest, I think we can preserve some of that sting and just deliver it. Like, there's no need to beat around the bush. There's no need to play games. There's no need to do a dance. Just be straight up. You know, let's bring it back and put it into perspective. The only thing we never get back is our time. So why would we spend any time? Why would we waste any of our precious time on beating around the bush, on not being honest, on not being upfront? Because if it's not meant to be in whatever situation, it's not meant to be. Okay, we learned. Great. It might sting a little, but let's just move on and keep going and focus on the present and, you know, figure out why it's stung and if it continues to sting what we might need to heal in that instance i think we really strengthen our authenticity we strengthen our esteem by just being upfront and clear and we really help everybody when we do that when we're clear about who we are when we are just honest and upfront say it like it is be compassionate and just be yourself. Say what you mean and mean what you say. That's today's episode. <laughs> 
brought to you by the thoughts in my head. I hope you enjoyed this shorter <laughs> episode. Hopefully some of those things struck a chord with you, resonated with you. If you're not already on the Reself waitlist, recalibrate list, which is a monthly newsletter that comes out to help you set intentions and recalibrate for the month, make sure to get on there. You're not going to want to miss it. Link is in the show notes. And as usual, follow us on Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, whatever floats your boat. Links in the show notes as well. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for taking this time to chat. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>